Hello, everybody. I am amateur theologian Jim Barton, and I'm here with Reverend Abigail Conley. And this is another episode of Bloody Mary Bible Brunch. So, uh, we're going to start this first episode off by kind of talking about um, the new year and uh, the idea that we have uh, cycles uh, in Scripture and that that's kind of a part of, uh, of being Christians and, and, and what we're going to kind of look for as we go through. So, one thing that I noted, uh, I was talking to Abby before, was that, um, you know, the Bible begins with a story pretty early on with the Garden of Eden and Genesis, and then it ends with the Garden of Eden, the New Eden, at the end of Revelation, and so you sort of, it, it's a nice device to put these library of books together, so that's kind of cool, but then also, you have this situation where you have, frankly, Eden in the faraway past, and then Eden in the unattainable future, and it can kind of make you be a little bit bummed out, right, if you sort of look at it in that way. In that way. And so, um, one of the things this year, we're going to try and do when we talk about our sort of current events episodes is to try and find examples of um, faith and works in the world and where we can find uh, opportunities to talk about things that are positive and ways that we can be a positive component with the creation. And Abby, you said you're really excited to make that a part of what we're doing. I think what I actually said is I'm in a the world is terrible and everything with it kind of place. So, um, this is a little bit more challenging for me, at least here on January, early January of 2018. But part of that is because we're just overcoming illness. Right. We are overcoming illness. Um, we are also aware that, you know, the particular president of our country has sent us into a little bit of a funk. Yes. So we are going to work to narrate that a little bit better. Well, maybe it would be kind of fun to think about... Um, the different ways that um, characters in the Bible dealt with living in exile and living in oppression and think about how we can transfer that into our work. I mean, um, you know, I'm, I think, I'm, th- I'm thinking about Daniel, which we've talked about a lot, right? Yeah. But, you know, in Daniel, we see like two strategies that come out of Daniel pretty clearly. Um, one um, strategy is to be um, part of the resistance, right? I mean, the guys Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego um, you know, they were resistance guys. They weren't following the rules. They said, um, we're not going to bow down to your um, to your idol. We're going to stand up to it. And I think we see some people doing that for sure, right? Can you think of, I mean, what are some, maybe we should just sort of name some examples that we kind of admire of people who are standing up and sort of being a part of the resistance. The National Park Service. That's a really great example. <laughs> kind of somebody out of nowhere, right? Yeah. With their tweets. Um, you know, I think about the Black Lives Matter movement as an example of people who are being um, pretty courageous, right? I mean, they are um, speaking out and they are putting themselves out there in a um, in a regime where I'm not sure that you would say that that's necessarily a safe place to be. Um, or I think about um, probably even a, another example of that is the Dreamer movement, right? Where, you know, these people do have a risk of deportation. And kind of like um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sort of stood up and said, we believe that we're going to be delivered. I don't know how many dreamers are people of faith. I suspect a decent number of them may be. But even if we're not delivered, we're not going to just kowtow and let wrong things happen, right? Um, Then I think the other version that we see in the scripture is, and like I said, particularly in Daniel, but then also Jeremiah recommends this, right? (coughs) It's, hey, just get along. Be a force of good where you can be, I suppose. 
But like, for example, um, you know, Daniel has his people eat their vegetarian meals in secret. Right. Right. And then he can prove that, oh, by the way, my guards are just as good as your guards were. In fact, mine are even better looking and stronger. Interesting sort of right. um, standard, but that's what evidently they used. Um, the, um, the, uh, thank you. Um, then he kind of reveals the way it works. So that's sort of a quiet behind the scenes um, way to be a force for good. I don't know. Do you have... I mean, the, by their nature, they're harder to think about, but... So, this is actually um, the... You know, I think Stephen King is one of the leading theologians of our time. Mm-hmm. And I always have a book to say, yeah, no, really, he is. This is the whole point of the stand. It's not that we're going to fight evil. It's that we're going to stand against evil. And we're going to stand firm and strong and know what is right... And that is going to be sufficient to conquer this incredibly evil thing that is arising. I think about, um, I think about, as we were sort of investigating how educators could treat children, and we started to put in rules about the way they could behave. Um, and I don't know if this is still the case, but at one point when my mom was a principal, a rule went out that said, you can't touch children. Your principal, their child, the, for the sake of our liability, no touching of children. And so, mom was a principal of an elementary school, which meant sometimes there was a second grader who needed a hug. Right. And it was against the rules to give a second grader a hug, but she gave a second grader a hug. Now, if something had happened, right? And there had been some accusation, well, she would have been in trouble and she would have violated a policy. But she sort of decided that, well, I, I, I don't care about that. You know, I'm willing to be um, a rule breaker for that. I suspect there are many people out there that are willing to, in small ways, break the rules, right, for the sake of justice. Um, and in, maybe in some cases where it's not a great policy. You know what I mean? If you and I were sitting around a policy table, we probably would, we might default to the side of the like, you know what, well, let's not, don't hug other people's kids. Right. But then there might be exceptions. Okay, so we're going to look for great examples of that going forward in the year. Um, and um, we think, and, and just to be clear, we were talking about what will our current events be like, and we are afraid that our current events topics would just end up being um, one episode after another where we would say Trump sucks. We're very upset about this. We don't think he's doing this. He's I, the I devil. I believe, actually, we're good with, like, Trump being Satan. Uh-huh. And just, right. Yeah. But that's perhaps repetitive. And maybe not super helpful and inspiring. So that's why we're going to look for this other stuff as well. All right. Um, you have anything else you want to say for the new year? This is kind of a little short kickoff episode. I would like to say that we are even seeding this event as the new year because the Christian New Year began about a month ago. As oh, we right. entered into liturgical year and Advent kicks off. That's a good point. The new season. That's a good so, point. So this is the secular new year, not the sacred new year. Good point. And still, um, it even has, you know, the nice 2018 calendar in which I guess, right. you know, we have someone to thank for back in the Roman Empire. Right. They blame Jesus for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, there you go. All right. So that'll do it for this um, first episode in the first month of the new year that started when December, the first day of Advent? No. 
Yeah. It's Christmas, first day of Advent. We're seeding this to secular world. So. All right, we'll seed it to secular world. All right. Okay, well, very good. So we'll we'll be back um, this year with uh, those new kinds of episodes, um, as well as um, we're going to talk about different conflicts in the Bible, and that's actually what we're going to do. That's sort of our guiding theme is we're going to talk about what are different um, um, issues that the Bible is conflicted about or the Bible has a conversation about. And the first one we'll talk about is going to be family, and that'll be next time. All right, so until then, uh, cheers. Cheers.